0: Does talking about your money make you cringe are you tired of fighting about finances do you want to stop sabotaging your financial happiness then you are in the right place welcome to breaking money silence a podcast series aimed at helping all of us talk more openly about money your host kathleen burns kingsbury is doing what she does best as a young girl She was scolded for talking too much to her neighbors in class. After years of trying to be quiet, she discovered that speaking up about taboo topics is her strength. International speaker, author, and founder of KBK Wealth Connection, Kathleen understands money and our relationship with it. She is a wealth psychology expert who has helped thousands of advisors and clients communicate more effectively about money. Now listen to Kathleen as she assists today's guest in busting their favorite money myth wide open.
1: I'm very excited today to welcome Justin Polaro to the uh, Breaking Money Silence podcast. He's a financial planner with more than 14 years experience, and Justin has helped families bring financial balance to their busy lives. We connected not that long ago, and he told me about this great website uh, with great resources called Small Change. He's the co-founder of Small Change with his sister, Nicole. And uh, it's a new financial education company that's helping families talk about money through short parent-focused videos and tangible tools for kids. I have just had an opportunity to check it out, to look at some of the videos and some of the information and the resources. And I'm really, really excited um, to bring Justin on the podcast to talk a little bit more about that organization and certainly, as always, bust a myth wide open. So welcome, Justin, to the podcast.
2: Hi, thank you very much for having me.
1: So I know that you're the co-founder of Small Change. Before we get into the myth that we want to bust today, can you tell um, the listeners a little bit more about Small Change and the concept behind it?
2: Sure, absolutely. Um, I am a father to four crazy boys, and that has kind of led me on this journey over the last several years as my oldest um, turned six. Um, wanting to, you know, turn him into the next Warren Buffett. And because I thought, you know, being in this industry, I, I, ha- I would just know exactly what to, to tell him and what we were going to, to teach him and um, was really just uh, <laughs> failed miserably, uh, for lack of a better term, to, in doing that and was just really I guess disappointed in what was out there for for parents and so uh, I started just kind of compiling my own thoughts and ideas as to what I wanted him to learn about about money. And being a financial planner I had sort of a front row seat to seeing a lot of of you know just the different issues and hang-ups that people tend to tend to bring. And so we, we just kind of set out to do our own thing for lack of a better term. And, and my, my, I partnered with my sister. We, we joke all the time that she's the director of mom lovable. Um, and we just started talking more and more about our own experiences with our father, who's a CPA um, and the things that he taught us and kind of didn't teach us. Um, and small change was kind of born from that. It's this idea that, you know, busy parents can teach their kids about money um, through these just tiny little moments that pop up uh, in an in and out life so that that was kind of the the idea and the the genesis of what small change kind of became
1: and i love that because you know two things come to mind for me one is you know always when we look at our parents especially if they are financially trained and you're financially trained that often we can be hard on ourselves to be like well why am i not doing better (laughs) Uh, i never signed up to be a parent so you're you're a brave man um, so I don't think you failed. I think you're figuring it out. And what's really great about small change is you're um, providing some resources based on your experience, your sister's experience, and uh, to help your boys, but also to help other people. Mm-hmm. And so that really kind of gets to our myth today that you brought to the call, which is you wanted to bust the myth wide open, that is, my kids are too young to teach them about money. Tell us a little bit about what motivated you to bring that myth to the call, and then we can spend some time talking about, uh, busting it wide open
2: sure you know i I kind of alluded to it but i i was just experiencing this major disconnect um you know in our industry there is a a plethora of resources and websites that promote financial literacy but they are all geared for high school age kids they all start much much later on in life and what I was observing and witnessing you know with my own son who was like I said around six he, he was already asking questions about money he was developing these attitudes towards you know uh, being a consumer you know it, it didn't take long for him to notice the commercials in between the you know Disney Junior shows that hey dad I want that can I go get that Why, you know why why haven't you bought me that was basically his his attitude so I I was just seeing there, there is this this disconnect where we we just haven't decided to teach our kids about money sooner, earlier. Um, often, when kids learn, uh, I don't want to say better, but they, they're more open to ideas at younger ages, and we, we just simply haven't um, developed the way to communicate. Um, financial habits and values to them at, at that young age. So it, it was really just kind of more of me experiencing this, this tension of, I, I really want to do this, but I don't really feel like our industry has, has promoted financial literacy at that younger age.
1: Which is interesting, right? So in many high schools, they don't teach financial literacy, but certainly I know what you're talking about. Cause I, you know, in the work that I do with breaking money silence and helping financial advisors and clients engage in these money conversations, one of the questions that always comes up is what is the appropriate age or when do you start talking to your kids about money? Mm-hmm. And then when you look at the resources, you know the answer is often between five and six years old, you should kind of introduce the concept of talking about money and what that means based on you know what you just said, Justin, that kids are starting to notice these things. Um, yet the resources are for older children or even um, maybe not until they get into college. So right. before we get into why it's a problem that we don't talk to kids, about money at a very early age, a problem that you you know and your sister want to help solve. Is there any upside to this myth? Is there any way in which thinking, ah, oh, my kids are too young, I, I'm not going to have a financial conversation with them right now. Is is there any upside to that for a parent?
2: Yeah, I I, I think you know, money is is just not an easy topic. Um, it's a gigantic elephant for for most um, for most people. And it's difficult to to deal with and to understand and, and to feel comfortable and confident with it. So I think when you, when you believe that, Hey, listen, they're, they're too young. We, this isn't really the right time. It, it almost kind of gives you some, some latitude, some space to, to just not have to deal with maybe your own financial issues, maybe your own, uh, you know, experiences where maybe you don't feel as confident, um, you know, to teach something normally you have to feel somewhat um, you know, I don't want to say level of mastery that's not it but you just have to be comfortable around those topics and and for many of us that that's not really true and so by by believing that hey you know we we, we can do this later it just kind of gives you the freedom to to kind of punt for now um, for lack of a better term
1: well, and you know what, Justin, what you're talking about is something that I address in Breaking Money Silence. There's a story at the beginning of the chapter about uh, raising financially fit kids or engaging in conversations with young people. And it, it, it talks about my nephew, Garrett, when he was very young, five, six, seven, so around that age. We took him um, up to the ski mountain because we're all skiers to teach him how to ski. Mm-hmm. However, when we got to the shop to rent his skis, he decided he wanted a snowboard. So we all said, oh, okay. And we rent him a snowboard. We get on the lift. We get to the top of the mountain <laughs> looking at each other. Like none of us know how to snowboard. What are we <laughs> doing trying to teach this kid how to snowboard? And literally my dad and Garrett had to get back on the lift, go back to the shop and rent skis. So, you know, the whole idea of that is you can only teach what you know. Yes. And so we're not a snowboard. So we weren't successful. And so what does a parent do if they feel like, "Geez, I'm not really good around money or I don't have those skills. I, I know this, but you know, I don't really know much about money."
2: Yeah, I I think most parents kind of have to to take a step back and kind of embrace the idea of is this something important that I want my kids to learn? And if if you start there, then I think most parents, you know, they most parents are willing to do just about anything for their kids. If they feel like it gives them, you know, opportunities or, or a better future. And I think most, most parents confronted with, okay, this is important they they're going to look for and reach out for uh, help and resources to do it. Um, and I, I think really that's, that's probably one of my biggest um, goals is to sort of sound the alarm that, Hey parents, that this, if, if this is really important and, you know, I think it is. And, um, a lot of the breaking money silence work that you're doing alludes to the fact that we we have to sort of elevate the, the urgency of understanding financial ideas, understanding where these things come from is, is, is worthwhile. It's worth my time and energy. And it's going to be helpful to give my kids a better foundation to, um, you know, to kind of launch them into becoming successful adults. Um, So I, I, I guess, I guess I'm saying, I think that if parents understand the importance of it, that they will, they will find the resources, they'll find the tools, even if they don't know it. Um, An example of this would be like my, my wife plays piano. She loves music. We are currently taking, you know, my eight-year-old to ukulele lessons. I don't know a thing about music. I, that whole genre skipped my entire family. Um, but I, I'm, I'm learning about chords and things and I'm watching him cause I have to help him practice and I have to kind of know, Hey, you need to like tune that thing. That, that sounds awful because you know, from my wife's perspective, it's, it, it's important.
1: Well, and, and what you're highlighting is that you can kind of learn along with your kids. I think you know, as parents yeah, that's that's and as role models, right. Um, yeah. you know, I have nieces and nephews that I like to role model for hopefully sometimes good behaviors. And one of the things we think is we have to be perfect with it. And it sounds like what you're saying through the example of music is you don't have to be perfect with it. You just have to kind of be there with your child while you're doing it.
2: Right. Yeah. I I think, you know, in part of my uh, research and, and trying to understand this issue is it's so funny to me because in so many other areas of life, parents are already doing this, you know, whether it's music, whether it's um, you know any kind of, of, of value that your family has, like, okay, we're gonna volunteer in our community. I mean, uh, just simply teaching your kid how to read, that that entire concept is so foreign. If you take a step back and go, why are you reading to your infant? It makes no sense. They can't understand it. They don't comprehend it. They're not ready for it. You should wait till much later to teach them how to read when they're ready. And that's the attitude we have when it comes to money. We should be teaching money how we teach reading, which is, I am going to just start immersing you in this idea, in these these topics and things before you're ever un- even capable of understanding them. Because by doing that, I'm letting you know that this is important. I'm letting you know that this, you know, when we sit down and read a book, we have twin two-year-old boys and it's, you know, it's crazy having to have them both on your lap. They each want their own book. They each are trying to close each other's book as, you know, it's like, okay, you, it's time to read my book. And so, You know, we're doing this, they they don't understand what's going on. They don't understand the words, but by sitting there experiencing that time with them, I'm communicating so much that, that it's as important that this is something that we do. We value reading together and it's just, it kind of boggles my mind how we've just not gotten there with money.
1: Yeah. It's really interesting. And in a minute, um, Justin, I'm going to get your take on that, but I'm going to take a really quick break. Um, And we will be right back with Justin Polero, who's from uh, Small Change. Did you know that 44% of Americans would rather talk about politics, religion, and death than personal finance? And there's a real cost to this money silence, to society, your family, and the next generation. Kathleen Burns Kingsbury's new book, Breaking Money Silence, How to Shatter Money Taboos, talk more openly about finances and live a richer life, explores the history of the money talk taboo and offers readers practical tips and tools for engaging in healthy financial communication. Pick up your copy today. Breaking Money Silence is available on Amazon and bookstores everywhere. Join the revolution at www.breakingmoneysilence.com. So right before the break, Justin and I were talking about, um, The idea that, uh, I think the term you use, which is awesome, is financial literacy immersion. Mm. And the idea that even if our young uh, kids or people in our lives who are young can't fully comprehend money and finance, that it's important to kind of immerse immerse them in uh, the experience of that so they grow up knowing that it's important. Um, I know that you've spent a lot of time, Justin, coming up with some tips and tools and some really neat um, guides and products to help parents teach young kids about money. So can you give us maybe two or three tips for people who are listening and, and whether it's a parent, and I always want to represent the aunts and uncles out there because yes. I'm an, a caring aunt and I have a husband who's a caring uncle. You um, know, What are the things that people can do to really um, help the next generation start talking and engaging and breaking money silence as early as possible?
2: Yeah, I, I, I would say that the first thing is to understand that this can be done in a matter of seconds. Um, You don't need a PowerPoint presentation. You don't need a workbook. You don't have to put on a seminar for your kids to, to, or, um, nieces, nephews to, to experience the idea of immersion. That's the beauty of immersion. If you think about learning a foreign language, you, you would go to this other country and you would just kind of be around it. And it's incredible how, your brain actually just acquires these skills. And so immersion happens and immersion works because it can be in in just a matter of seconds. So an example of this would be, I try to make it a point to every time I go shopping with one of my kids to say, Hey, listen, we're only going to get what's on this list. And that simple statement is, is enough. That is enough in that moment to teach them about hey listen we're, we're going to spend our money wisely we're going to think about what we're buying we're going to stick to this list so we avoid impulse shopping all that is wrapped up in that tiny little message that takes four seconds because if you've been around kids four seconds is probably all that they have to give you in terms of their attention so it's understanding that immersion is is is, is the exact, I guess, measure for what your kids are prepared for. It's tiny little micro messages that happen throughout the course of everyday normal living. Um, and that, that brings us to the next thing is I, I think that parents have to to just take a deep breath and know that you don't have to add anything to the life you're already living. Your, your normal rhythms that you've developed for you and your family are the perfect backdrop to – introduce these little micro money messages to so again take them shopping with you just say two or three things you know two sentences hey we're gonna just get what's on this list we should really focus on you know if there's a, a buy one get one sale or something that's that's it that's all you have to do um
1: when you say um the myth is that your kids are too young to teach them about money and we're talking about you know immersion are you like at what age do you start this like when they're babies in the baby carriage walking around the it
2: yeah, people? I, I think absolutely. I think, you know, the, the first thing is to listen, if they're asking questions, then they're ready. Um, but if not, and, and most, I mean, some kids don't I mean my, my sister's oldest son is, uh, he, he is just in his own world. 99% of the time, Mark, he's a drummer when he literally marches to his own drum beat and he has not expressed an interest at all in financial issues the way mine have. And so it, it's it's not that's perfectly fine. That's okay. I think probably around age five, six is when it's appropriate to start making those comments because you know, if you've been around kids, they they are absorbing all of this information from their parents, all their attitudes, their habits, um, they're they are listening um, <laughs> whether you think they are or not, they are listening um, to the things that you're saying and the things that you're doing
1: and I imagine you know, and you may know a little bit more about this than I do, but, you know, kids are such sponges that Mm -hmm. learning at an early age actually allows them um, to take in more than if we start like, oh, Johnny's going off to college, now we need to teach him about money, as opposed to having these conversations or or what I would call teachable moments that are quick, Mm -hmm. that are already in the rhythm of your life, and, and really engaging them in an ongoing way. The other message that I think you're sending is this is something that we talk about. You know, yes. we talk about nutrition, you need to have your vegetables, we talk about getting exercise, we talk about finance, you know, we talk about being nice to your brother, <laughs> you know, whatever the case may be that it's, it's folded into the lessons of life and yes. really hasn't been.
2: Oh, yeah, no, I, I think you hit it on the head. I think that, um, you know, money has sort of been ostracized to this, like elective that maybe your school gets to or, or doesn't. Um, and you know the reality is you, you you are absorbing so many attitudes and ideas about money based upon your own experiences you know growing up that it's we we have to help and encourage parents to just be more open and transparent and talk about these things to normalize it more as a part of life and you know i again my father was a cpa uh, he he worked very very hard to teach me and my sister, the power of saving. And that was like the thing, like we knew how to save money. He did all sort of like incentive matching. We celebrated when we hit goals, savings goals. But beyond that, you know, we just, we, we still kind of had this, this idea that, you know, he kind of goes behind the curtain to handle money and then out he, he emerges and voila, there's something, you know, that for us to, to, to handle or, or make a spending decision on. And so, you know, one of the things that I, I think is, is so helpful with the things you're doing is encouraging. We, we we have to get to a place where we have better conversations about money, because if we can ingrain them in their lives early, it's it's hopefully going to to reap uh, you know a much better benefit uh, down the road when they are in college and they are adults and now it's time to have you know difficult conversations about aging parents
1: so what's the advantage of starting now
2: i think by starting now you are giving your kids some skills and uh, just just a more a higher comfort level to have better uh, less painful financial conversations later um, you know money is the number one reason relationships end you know if you want to you want to help build a better spouse or a build a better partner help them have more calm laid back money conversations now you know it, it's if by starting now by making it more normal just a part of your everyday vernacular you're taking some of the sting out that most adults tend to experience when it comes to speaking and talking and, and just being open about financial decisions that have to be made.
1: Absolutely. I so agree. And you know, time goes so fast, Justin, every time I have someone on the breaking (laughs) money side of the podcast, I'm always like, Oh, I want to talk for another hour and a half, but we will have to have you back as things unfold in your company, small change. But before we go, I know you had a nice offer for our uh, Breaking Money Silence listeners, um, I wanted you to review that and also just very quickly say a little bit about uh, what they might find if they go to Small Change, uh, the website uh, that might be useful in them taking what you've talked about today and putting it into action.
2: Sure. No, we're we we we're so grateful um, for the work you're doing and for your listeners. We wanted to extend a 15% offer to anything in our store. Um, if you go to our website, growsmallchange.com, um, what you'll find is We have parent focused videos that are all incredibly short, all under two minutes. There's about 60 different video topics ranging from how to promote and encourage savings with your kid to, to volunteering as a family. Um, and they're all designed to help parents be mindful of those moments that pop up in the course of your everyday life and and what to kind of say when they they happen um, in addition to that we have some tools for kids to kind of help make everything stick so we have what we call our, our starter kit which include um, a wallet set a spend a share and a save wallet um, we believe every time your kid handles money they need to divvy up uh, the, those resources into those three different categories Um, In addition to that, we have some um, conversation decks, almost like table talks kind of conversation starters to kind of encourage and help families to have those conversations. And then there's an actual uh, sort of a money guide that introduces your kids into these ideas of spend, share, save. Um, they, They all are designed to kind of work together to help your family start talking about money.
1: I, I you know I had a chance to take a look at some of the resources and it, it's really a great site. I encourage everybody to check out growsmallchange.com, even if you just go to kind of see what Justin and his sister are up to. Um, but certainly there's uh, some membership, there's some videos, things that will um, trigger you. And, and again, you know, it not being taught at school, this is a great resource for a family to occasionally uh, check in to figure out how to incorporate uh, financial literacy into their life and immerse their kids. So eventually my lofty goal along with i'm sure justin and his sister is to break Mm -hmm. money silence. yes
2: yes absolutely
1: Um, yeah thank you so much for being here today we definitely will have you back uh in the future and i really appreciate uh what you're doing to be part of the breaking money silence revolution
0: oh it's my pleasure
2: kathleen thank you so much for having me
0: Thank you for listening to Breaking Money Silence, hosted by Kathleen Burns Kingsbury, a wealth psychology expert and founder of KBK Wealth Connection. If you like what you heard, then check out more podcasts at breakingmoneysilence.com or subscribe on iTunes.com. Need a fun, engaging speaker for your next event? Go to kbkwealthconnection.com and find out how to book Kathleen today. Be sure to share today's show so together we can break money silence for good.